0: on everybody. Uh, today, I, I read a story in Black Enterprise about a mom who is paying her children's allowance, not based on work, not based on chores, but based on their hobbies. Uh, and this has led to a little bit of controversy. So I thought I would break some of this down for you and give you a perspective on Destiny Davis and her economic philosophy in her household. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, your friendly neighborhood finance professor on the Black Financial Channel and Financial Juneteenth TV. We talk about black economics and black wealth all the time, uh, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. That the condition is that uh, we are B1. You don't have to be Black to be here, but you have to understand why we exist. Uh, we put our community at the top of our priority list because we know that if we don't solve our problems, nobody will. Uh, also, B1 means that within the next 50 years, we believe that B1 children, our children, are going to lead the world when it comes to economics, wealth, building, real estate, etc. cetera. Uh, that requires planning. You must plan ahead to make that happen. B1 also means we Understand, we must be one in order to be successful. That means working on uh, being intentional about developing healthy, strong relationships with other uh, bl- Black and B One minded people that you can bring into your space that you can build with. Uh, because when you're fighting, you can't get wealthy. Uh, but when you are uh, peaceful with each other, you can actually create prosperity. If you agree with that philosophy, put a hashtag B and the number one of the chat hashtag B One. Uh, hello, Rock and Anthony and Asias and Max Jerome. Good to see you, brother. All right, so let me read it. Let me jump in the story for today that I thought was really interesting. As you hit the thumbs up button, please hit the thumbs up button. As you come in, there is a uh, story about a sister. Give me a yes or no if you saw this the story in Black Enterprise about a sister that basically says that she pays her kids for um, uh, for her hobbies or passions as opposed to chores. Uh, her name is Destiny Davis, and it says. Uh, she said something on TikTok where she said she pays her daughter off her passions. Uh, she says, quote, I want my daughter to know and have a positive association with money and feel like I can choose something that I feel good about. David said in the video. Uh, now, she also says that uh, she chose to invest in her daughter's hobbies, quote, so that she can be more disciplined in it. But I do not incentivize with money things that she does not enjoy doing. Is that weird? quote, I didn't ask her, I didn't ask her to get into gymnastics. I don't ever push or force her to stay in gymnastics. It's what she wants to do because there's no right or wrong way to do a lot of things we do as parents. Uh, she says, at, f- at first I was like, no way. And the more you explained it, I was like, yes way. One woman said, saving this idea for when my kids are older. Uh, so there are some people who love what she said. And then there's some people who had different opinions. And uh, also on Twitter. Uh, she said she went viral after one user reposted, saying, quote, "Never considered this, but I like it." And uh, she said, "This is genius, money for passion projects, not for chores, not for good grades, not for the basic things you're supposed to do and learn in life. You want to you want money to do extra. Or we can help you write a resume and practice interviewing so you can earn your own money independently. So uh, that's really interesting, right? So it sounds to me like she's being creative about money and how she's introducing money to her kids. I applaud her for that. I think that's really great. And uh, also what I like about what Destiny is doing with her kids is basically, it seems like she has one daughter, if I'm not mistaken from the story. Maybe she has more, uh, but that's what it looks like from where I'm sitting. Uh, she she seems to understand uh, something that I think is really important that we have to kind of get as Black people, that uh, that the slave culture doesn't always um, necessarily have to be the culture that we uh, that we connect to, right? And by, by slave culture, I mean that culture that says, uh, give me a yes or no if you grew up like this, where you grew up believing that you know, you had to work your butt off and, and work yourself into an early grave in order to make money, that you had to go do something that you hated, that work had to be something that was not a labor of love, but a labor of pain. Uh, How many of you grew up like that, where you saw adults going to work, and they were never happy about going to work? They would always say, oh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. And then they would spend five days suffering, and then they would prepare for Friday. They'd say, thank God it's Friday. So literally, you spend five days of pain, preparing for two days of comfort, which will basically only prepare you for five more days of pain. How many of you grew up kind of seeing that and that sort of pattern? And uh, also how many of you have have sort of concluded that maybe that's a little bit disturbing? Um, I I personally did. I said, my God, I don't want to live like that. And my beloved grandmother, Felicia, rest her soul, told me before she died, she said, "Uh, you do not want to spend your life doing something that you hate. That's a pathway to unhappiness. And I agree with her a hundred percent. Now, here's what I want to uh, express in terms of breaking down some of this you guys know my expertise area was actually financial psychology that was what i wrote my dissertation on uh, and one of the things i know for sure is that money does have a psychological effect there are associations that we form when it comes to money for some of us money brings on stress maybe that's why we don't talk about it for some of us money makes us real happy like a drug so so you get people to say money over everything uh, for some people money uh, provides uh, self-worth right like if i can go buy me a gucci bag in a, in a catalog Like, then I can look like I'm wealthy and people will treat me like I am a good person and a good, decent human being because I have this money. Uh, And so effectively, we have to be thoughtful about how the money associations develop with our kids. Uh, One of the things that's interesting about this idea of paying your children for their passions is that it can either lead to um, an increased amount of discipline and opportunity or a decreased amount of discipline and opportunity. Right. So let's say, for example, I have a child who loves basketball and I say, look, I'm not going to make my son have to go and do things he doesn't want to do. Uh, I want him to go and just get paid to go play basketball. So every time you go to the basketball court, uh, I'm going to give you money because I want you to connect uh, your money with your passions. Okay. I get that. That, that makes perfect sense. But here's the problem. Um, If my son grows up not ever understanding that in order to get the things you want, you're going to have to spend an extensive amount of time sometimes doing the things you don't want that that might lead to a lack of discipline in the child. Right. There are plenty of rich kids out here who get paid money to uh, sit around and smoke dope and hang out with their friends and and, and, you know, drive around in, in, in fancy cars and go on vacations. Right. There are lots of rich kids who get exactly that, who get paid to do whatever the hell they want. Right. They, they just, you know, Shaquille O'Neal was talking about this the other day uh, on the Earn Your Leisure podcast, and he mentioned something about how he doesn't pay his kids just because they're his kids. He wants them to do something constructive in order to do that. Right. So you have to be real careful about saying you should get just get money just because for whatever you're doing, no matter what it is. Uh, because then I could say, well, Dad, I decided to be a hooker. So can you pay me for being a hooker? I mean, that's my passion. I want to go and just sleep with people all day. So I should get money for that, right? Which I guess you could get money for that. But maybe that's not necessarily the same, the, the right incentive, right? Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the deal. Um, I think that when, when you go back to the fact that student loans and stuff like that is actually the cause of the wealth gap, that going to college actually has increased the wealth gap. A lot of that comes from the fact that a lot of students go to college. College itself is not the problem. It's when you go to college and you're simply following your passions that can get you in trouble. So for example, I've seen students go to college and uh, and, and borrow $150,000 to get a degree in you know, art history or something, or, or English literature, or something that's very difficult to translate into an economic opportunity, right? So they're pursuing their passion, right? And they're thinking, that well, because it's my passion, that that means that that's the thing I should be doing. But uh, you haven't spent time thinking about how your passion fits into an economic model. Do you follow what I'm saying? Right? So it's not the passion. That's a problem. It's not college. That's the problem. It's It's the fact that the passion hasn't fit into an economic model. So if I pay my son to just play basketball and he doesn't have the ability to become a professional basketball player, I might be turning him into one of those guys who spends all his time on the basketball court, but doesn't have the ability to provide for his family. Y'all, y'all probably know guys like that who love, who lo- who have lots of things they love. Maybe I love y'all you know, smoking weed. Maybe I love, you know, kicking it with my women. Maybe I love, uh, uh, you know, just playing Xbox. But if I can't translate that into an economic model, then I'm going to be just a, a weed smoking, you know, woman chasing Xbox player who can't, take care of his kids. Do you follow what I'm saying? Give me a yes in the chat to to let me know that you get what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, And hit the thumbs up button. Take a second, please hit the thumbs up button. And also, if you want to learn more about investing and one of the key sources to wealth uh, through the stock market, which actually allows a lot of people to make money without even working. Uh, This has been going on for a hundred years. Black people just, they didn't teach you that in school. But if you want to get started and learn more, just go to firstsharestock.com. Firstsharestock.com. I have a free training there to get you deeper into the stock market. I'll send you lots of free information to help you get ahead on that. So feel free to um, take a look at firstsharestock.com. So so here's my conclusion on uh, this uh, Sister Destiny. I applaud the fact that she's being so creative. Um, I agree 100% that your uh, economic situation should not be tied to things that you hate. Uh, money, it, it, it's best when it's tied to things that you love. Uh, for example, I love what I do every day and uh, and I make money at it and I make more money at it because I love it and it's, and I'm good at it, right? Uh, but But remember- the number one thing, the number one key idea here is that you you, you, you want to make sure that the kids, in my view, this is just Uncle Boyce talking here. I, I could, You know, this is not perfect information, but this is my perspective. You want to have make sure you have two things. One is discipline, right? All right? So if I see over the horizon that I can make money doing what I love, maybe I've got to do some things I don't love in order to get there, right? Typically, heaven is uh, the bridge to heaven is made out of bricks of hell. Right, And if I can't get through the hell, I can never get to the heaven. I have a whole lot of people I know. I know a lot of people who who have seen a little bit about maybe maybe they've seen signs of how maybe the money I make or the life I live. And they say, oh, I want that life. I want that money. And my thing is like, no, you don't. You ain't really about that. You don't really want this. And they'll be like, what do you mean? I'll be like, well, because you don't understand how much hell I had to go through to get here. I don't think you, based on what I, what you're showing me, have the desire or ability to make the sacrifices necessary to even get to this destination, right? You want to be on the beach in Tahiti, but you don't even want to get on an airplane, right? So a lot of times uh, with kids, I think it's important to help them understand that, look, you're going to have to go through some things you don't want to do. You're going to have to experience some discomfort to get to the point where you have the life that, you know, is 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 a, a road paved with gold. Uh, secondly, the second thing that I think kids have to receive is um, and, the, and the understanding of business models, so that when you do find something you're passionate about, you can tie that to a business model. So let's go to the example I mentioned earlier about a um, a kid who loves basketball, and I'm I'm their parents, and I'm and I'm paying them, you know, to play basketball. Well, if that kid understands business models, then he might grow up and say, you know, I can't be a basketball player because I'm not, tall, I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm only five foot nine, but I could be a sports agent. I could create a business that's connected to sports. Right. I could create a business model that ties me back into the thing I love very, very much. You follow what I'm saying here, right? So if your kids understand business models and discipline, then absolutely it makes perfect sense to help them understand that people who get those two ideas, discipline and business models, tend to be people who are able to um, make money from their passions, right? So there are some people who do in real life, get up every day, go to work and love it they love what they do they they would they would do it, if it were if they were doing it they would do it if they weren't getting paid anything and they are tremendously passionate about what they do people like that tend to be geniuses at what they do because a genius tends to be somebody who just thinks and obsesses over something that they're that they're trying to be good at right they don't do it just as a job they do it because it's really truly a part of who they are right and so unlocking the child's genius is definitely connected to uh, aligning them with their passions and getting them out of the slave culture but at the same time you can't have them become a lazy undisciplined genius, or excuse me, a lazy undisciplined person chasing their passion because then they can unfortunately turn into a pleasure seeker who thinks that I should receive money by simply doing things that are pleasurable for me. And anything that's hard, I'm going to avoid it because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be uncomfortable, right? So does your child have the capacity to be uncomfortable long enough to make themselves comfortable? If they don't have that first part, it's hard to get to the second part. I hope you guys get what I'm saying, okay? So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, also, so actually uh, th- this what I just kind of broke down for you actually ties into uh, the model that I actually did in, in a lecture I did a lecture called how to turn your child into a millionaire and it's based on what I call the KID model for uh, building wealthy children uh, and the model is based on uh, the K stands for knowledge meaning the knowledge of economic models, knowledge of investing knowledge of where the money is etc. Uh, the I stands for investment that means if you're building an asset base for your child like you're doing things with the five dollar a day investing plan and you're allowing your child to have an asset base. Then uh, they're going to be more successful because then they can pursue their passions because they have capital that allows them to do that. People that tend to have more money in the bank tend to have more room to sit around and say, "Hmm, I think I'm going to travel in Europe for a year to decide what I want to do next." Right? Uh, kids that have capital bases can do that. Kids who don't have a capital base can't do any of that because they got to go to work tomorrow. And then the other, um, the the D stands for discipline, right? discipline pretty much means, uh, you know, do do you, does your child simply have the discipline to work through the storm to get to the sunshine, right? And so uh, if you want to know more about this type of thing, uh, we actually have a business school for children in the black business school. You can feel free to check it out. It's uh, a blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com. I'll try to put the URL on the screen. There we go. It's blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com. The first month is actually free. So feel free to go take a look at that. All right, guys, uh, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I hope that this conversation was helpful to you. um, And I encourage you. Keep investing. Make sure that this week you're buying your shares of stock. Do that every week. Do it consistently. Set it on autopilot. And also keep thinking uh, because you are making progress and you're setting a pattern for the next generation. That's the big win. The big win is not just what you're going to receive in the next five years. It's what your family is going to receive over the next 50 years. So keep focused on the next 50 and don't get get distracted by the next five. Okay. All right, guys, have a good day. I'll see you soon. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Peace.